Hey guys, welcome to my weekly series called Real Talk on Your Best Life. On these minisodes, Luca and I lift the curtain and talk about what's on our minds day to day, just trying to live our best life. Welcome back to another episode of Your Best Life podcast. We have another Real Talk minisode for you guys today. Anna and Luca here. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so today's episode, we are going to talk about one of the most um, requested topics in regards to my postpartum journey, which is about breastfeeding. I was going to say, Luca, you might not have a lot to add to this, but I think you do. You, you've been a really big part of the whole breastfeeding process and helping me out anyways. So, But I'll just start this and preface everything by saying that First and foremost, I had no idea how difficult of a journey it is, how difficult of a process it is. I think it's something that you don't hear women talk about that often of how difficult it is um, for, I don't know, whatever reason. Um, But also, aside from that, I was concerned about my ability to breastfeed because of our infertility journey and our IVF journey because there are some links apparently. I haven't like looked into studies uh, on this, so don't quote me exactly, but I, I just have heard from several people that some unexplained infertility diagnoses um, can, for what whatever the underlying reason is, can lead to difficulties in breastfeeding because of whatever, like, like I said, the underlying hormonal imbalance or challenges that you have kind of carry over. So whenever I would talk about breastfeeding when I was pregnant, it was like, if I'm able to breastfeed, like, I hope I'm able to. Um, I will say, I've said this on other episodes, fed is best. It's nothing that I ever would put myself through you know, at like the expense of my like mental or physical health even, because it can be really painful. Um, But it was like, if I, you know, hopefully it it goes well. (laughs) So how has it been going? Um, Luca, what would you say? How would you answer that question? I think because it was your first shot at it, it's going well. But I do see how some people uh, say it's one of the most difficult things they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's hard, you know, some, some days are really hard and on you, on the baby, um, and in, in some ways on me, obviously, because, you know, I get some of the frustration uh, mm-hmm. sometimes as well. Um, I think because really first baby, first time, I think it's going, you know, considering it's going well. I will say that, okay, if I were to start from like day one in the hospital, I was really, really lucky, like, I was still on the table and she latched. So like yeah. her latch is, gr- I would say, I wouldn't want to say it's great. It's decent. It's like, it's pretty good. Um, and then that first week in the hospital, for three days in the hospital, they had a lactation consultant come and, you know, have a session with me every day I was there, which was three days. So I had three sessions and they were amazing. They completely changed how I was breastfeeding because really my first day in the hospital before I met with them, I was just kind of doing like, well, pop her on there. I think this is how you do it, you know, like, but with no technique in mind or any, anything in mind. So when they came in and kind of showed, you know, me some things of how to do it and different kind of positions to hold her in, that really was a game changer for me. Then 
once I got home, I've had two lactation consultant appointments where they've actually came to my house and, you know, had another kind of session. So, um, so her latch is decent. My supply is, is great. That's like the one thing that I will say has been like the least of the problems. And even with that being said, there have been nights where I have just absolutely been in tears because I think what happens and any of you who have babies and have gone through your own breastfeeding journey can tell me if you experience the same thing, but babies, they get a lot of like gas and like stomach upset and she will just be like crying and crying and crying and I'm trying to feed her and she like will pop on and pop off like every five seconds. And what ends up happening is she'll let out a really big burp or a really big toot or a really big poop and then she's fine, you know? And like what's really frustrating is in the moment when you're trying to feed her and you're racking your brain, like why is she so upset? Like what's wrong? And then after the fact, you figure out it was just like her tummy or something. It's so frustrating. So like that's something that like we've experienced, but I have to say that like, we really have been very lucky, I think, so far yeah. in the breastfeeding journey. And there have been times that, like, I've said to you, Luca, like, I completely understand women who decide not to breastfeed from the get-go, maybe because they've already experienced it or maybe they haven't. Or I understand women who decide I'm just going to do formula. Um, I completely get it. I just feel like you have no idea how frustrating and upsetting and emotionally draining it is until you go through it. And so for me, someone who like hasn't had supply issues or hasn't had. And she's getting weight. She's, and she's, she's getting weight. Yeah, she's and if I'm patient. this frustrated, yeah. yeah, like, and if I'm this upset, like I can't even imagine for someone who has had those issues. So like I have absolutely like zero of course I have zero judgment. I wouldn't judge anyways, but like, I just, I completely get it if someone decides not to breastfeed. It is one of the hardest things that I yeah. have done. And like I said, I haven't even had that severe of issues. I did have a freaking blood blister on one side for like a week. And let me tell you, it hmm. feels like a knife going inside your nipple the entire time, every second that she's feeding. Oh, that was definitely a time that I was like, if this is what this is about, if this is how breastfeeding is, like, I, I don't know how much longer this is going to last. It really did come down to a position thing. So to get to specifics on that side, cradle, cross cradle, I, it doesn't work. I have to do football hold with her on that side. And once I switched, it took a few days of like healing still, but it completely went away and has been fine since then. And so that is actually something that when I would say on Instagram, like, well, I hope I'm gonna be able to breastfeed. I got several comments or DMs from women saying like, hey, like you, I don't wanna say like you will be able to, cause like, you don't know that. Um, you don't know what someone's experience is gonna be like. I think it was more in the context that they were like, hey, breastfeeding, it shouldn't be painful. It really shouldn't. Like if it is painful, there's something wrong right. and you need to see a lactation consultant. And there definitely are cases where like I've heard of women that have gone through like five lactation consultants and like they still weren't able to get down to the root cause. So like, of course, there's still, you know, like other cases that, you know, that doesn't apply to. But um, that is something that like I experienced that like it was so painful and it was like 
a lot of women, I think, just kind of power through it. And like, I even did, I feel like for a bit where it was like, okay, well, it hurts, but like, I need to feed her. And it took a bit for me to realize like, okay, I need to ask for help. And that was actually the first lactation consultant appointment in my house. That's kind of when we were able to get down to the root cause of it. So, yeah, I mean, I think that definitely one thing I learned is like not to just suck it up. Like this is even as much as it might seem like something that is like, oh, this is this is just how it's supposed to be. Or like you should just plop them on. And that's kind of all all there is to it. Like it's not like there there are things and techniques that you can learn to improve it in most cases, not all, of course. I I think you said it really right, you know. It's, it's really good to reach out uh, for mm-hmm. someone that starts breastfeeding, reach out to a lactation consultant. Things are a little changing. In our case, uh, for example, it was the insurance actually covered the lactation yeah, consultants. And she told us that things are changing where, you know, most oh, insurance right. cover now lactation right. consultants. So reach out. I think it, it doesn't hurt. And it's something that could be very beneficial for mom and baby. Yeah, well, because I was really surprised I set up this appointment and this was actually um, a recommendation from my doula, the lactation consultants that I found. And when I signed up and like did my patient intake form and all that, they sent me an email saying, hey, by the way, your insurance might cover your first three or like your first appointment or something. Go to this website like they weren't they're not affiliated with this website. It's like a third party website that, gosh, I, I don't remember off the top of my head. So anyone who's listening that's interested in it, um, send me a DM and I can, you know, look into it and send you the link. But it pretty much is a service that you enter in who your insurance information and they reach out to your insurance and check to see if it's covered. And like I did practically nothing. I replied to an email and I said, this is my name and this is my insurance info. And I got an email back the next day and they're like, yep, yeah, your first three appointments are covered. And that there's are like, I actually don't know exactly how much because we haven't gotten to the point where we need to you know, pay for it yet. But that's, that's a great resource. So for any of you listening, feel free to send me a DM and I can look for that website for you. Um, but I was, it was also really nice, the lactation consultants, like they put that out there from the get-go. Like I didn't even have to ask about, you know, if insurance covered. So Anyway, so back to breastfeeding stuff. Um, Just like I said, I completely get women who decide not to or who try and like I empathize with them of how heartbreaking it is. Like, like I said, there have been nights that I have just been crying on the couch. Like, why is this so difficult? Um, I will say one thing that I've noticed is that she gets really mad when there's too much milk and it's like, I'm like, what am I supposed to do about that? There's literally, well, there are things that I can do. I've heard some women have suggested to pump first to get like that initial letdown out. So it doesn't come or in so change fast the position. piss her off. Yeah. Or change the position. So gravity wise, it's not like flowing down as much. So yeah. So It's still a journey that we're on. We're still figuring it out. She's only five weeks old today. Um, And like you said, Luca, on like this and and other mini-sodes, every day is different. Like as soon as we think we have it down, something changes. And that absolutely is the case with breastfeeding. So I think we we can end also to a a funny note that you found the breastfeeding show. Which you watch oh every every time you breastfeed, you actually watch this show that you found 
uh, yeah, literally like you watch yeah. it and you breastfeed. Do you okay. want to, you're going to okay. talk about it a little bit? There's a, ba- there's some backstory to this because I'm sure that like those of you that have partners, like you have your shows that you watch together. And like, if you watch an episode without them, like there's going to be some trouble. And that is the case for us. I've never had, I don't want to say never, but like since Luke and I have been together, like we're so busy with like work and everything that like I don't have much leisure time to just watch a show on my own. So whenever we're watching shows, it's something that Luke and I are both interested in. So when I'm breastfeeding, that was my first time of being like, oh, I need to find my own show that I can watch that Luca won't be mad if I watch without him because I'm breastfeeding for what? I think I saw my average was like three hours a day. Usually eight times a day. Right, right. And that's a lot of time that I'm just sitting there doing nothing because like my hands are a little occupied, you know. And so I started watching Jane the Virgin. (laughs) So if any of you have seen it, you have to let me know. But please, no spoilers because I'm only in the beginning of the second season. But it's so funny because I I had no idea how much it was about having a newborn and having a baby. And I'm actually finding a lot of like parallels and similarities with like her journey and my own. So it's really been like a fun show for me to watch, you know, when I'm breastfeeding. So I get through like two episodes a day or something like that. So yeah, so that's that's been a nice part of breastfeeding, I will say. <laughs> if you guys have suggestions for any other shows for me to watch, let me know. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys um, enjoyed this episode. If you have any tips on anything that I've shared that you wanna uh, pass on, feel free. Um, let me know in the Facebook group or on Instagram and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>